thank you for the anointing, God, that rests over top of the word of God this morning. For, Father, it is the word of God, God, that will not fail us, God. It is the word of God, God, that frames us and keeps us, God, and keeps us, God, in well-being and will be the author and the finisher of our faith. That, God, no matter what our chapter is saying, God, our word is still saying there's the rest of the book. And, Father, I give you praise because, God, we're going to leap into that thing this morning. Father, I give you praise and I worship you, God, in Jesus' holy name. Before you're seated, just slap a high five to two people and tell them, get ready to take a leap. Get ready to take a leap. Get ready to take a leap this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, before I get started, I want to make sure I remember this, that if you are wanting to be a part of the cardboard testimony for for Easter, uh, we still have a few more people that we could use. And uh, listen, it doesn't require uh, you really even open your mouth. It'll take 15 minutes out of your time, if that. But please see my beautiful wife in the front after service, uh, no matter what your testimony is. We even had people tell us last week that they don't even have a testimony. Can I tell you something? If God has kept you, you got a testimony. Yeah, you don't got to go through hell like me and Justin to get a testimony. But if God has kept you, how many know you got a testimony? So no matter what your testimony is, you have a testimony. Listen, come see my wife after church. She'll get you hooked up. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, I, I know the last few weeks since the beginning of the year, we've been in some series. And, and we've been in some different things in the last few weeks. Uh, the very, in our series, The Will To. And in our last series, it was called Love Illuminated. We were on relationships. But we're kind of in a break in between series. And, and I just felt like preaching this morning. Is that all right with you? I can't help it. I got this prophetic evangelistic uh, nature within me, and I just feel like preaching. Listen, when you go through hell, you got to speak a word to that situation. Amen? And I feel like ever since last Sunday, I feel like I have walk, been walking through hell with so many situations, and the only way I know how to deal with it is preach my way through it. So y'all ready to preach our way through it this morning? Amen? Who's ready for the word this morning? Uh, back at the end of December, I, I remember I always, I always focus on God. What is this going to year? What is this year going to mean prophetically? What is this year going to mean prophetically? And over the last few years, the word that God usually gives me, it always lines up and and almost shapes, transforms, or molds my year for what's going to be. Uh, typically, God allows me to preach different places, and I speak that word. And 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 the last few years, it's almost like everything that God has given me has molded and changed and formed my year. And this year, particularly, I heard God saying that there was going to be a quantum leap in 2016. There was going to be a birthing place, and from the birthing place, there was going to come out a leaping into a place that was holding you back, into a place that almost seemed like it was barred down or walled up. God said you were going to leap over it into some things. Some things that over the last few years that have told you no was not going to just tell you yes, but was going to tell you with an exclamation, capital letters, big old yes this year. That everything that's been telling you no, no matter what's been shutting you out, that your promises were going to come to pass this year. And I'm not just saying that clichely, I mean that with everything that is within me. And on December 31st, I stood in Philadelphia preaching this message, and it has never left my spirit, and I almost 
weekly remind myself of this message. And so no matter what I say uh, up to this moment, from, from January 1st to this moment, it, yes, it has been good. It's been good teaching word. It has been good preaching word. But it is different than today. I know we have a few new visitors in the house. And listen, I'm thankful for you. But I'm me. I am who I am. I don't try to be cute and be somebody different. I'm going to give you the word of God that God has given me. Uh, This word is going to be different because it is going to be a prophetic word. It is going to be a word that grabs a hold of your year. And if you grab a hold of it, it will run with you the rest of this year. Somebody shout amen. Amen. This year, particularly uh, in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, he says, For the earnest expectation of the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. How many know that the earth is waiting for the manifestation to take place within the sons and the daughters of God? Last week we talked about what it is to be a son and a daughter of God, right? But the earth is earnestly waiting for the, for the manifestation of his power to come out of the church again. Yeah. How many know that even when the world looks at you on their job, they are looking for the manifest power of God within you? Yeah, they've heard it all twice. They've heard it frontward and backwards. But they are looking for you to be different. They are looking for when storms come, having no storms will come. The Bible says that it rains on the just and on the unjust. The difference is that when the rain rains on you, you have peace to walk through the storm. Yeah, you have peace to shut your mouth. You have joy over top of the storm. That there's something within you that manifests within it. And it says, I am a child of God. I am not like the world. And something so deep inside of me will manifest to show the world's creation that there is something different different about me and the blood of God is over my life so it makes me different amen also more than just a spiritual peace so much more than just even a fruit of the joy how do you know that God is looking for the miraculous power to come back into the earth that was like one person I'm going to agree with myself and say amen because how do you know God is still looking for his miraculous power to manifest in the earth He is looking for signs and wonders to come back into the earth. It is not just a thing for the day of Pentecost, but it is a thing that manifests truly out of sons and daughters. It is not a thing where we have to just go to Africa and experience it. It is not just a thing where we go to Honduras and see blinded eyes. But the manifest power, God wants it to come back into the church here in America again, where we are not just wrapped up in technology but it is listen listen it is not technology that should grieve us it is when the spirit of god that is not within the church that should be what should grieve us that if we don't see people being saved if we don't see people being set free if we don't see people being delivered that is what should grieve our spirit listen we didn't come for a show we come to get in God's presence we come to get in the anointing of God to say God I want everything of you and God I don't want anything held back until you give it all to me how you know God wants his manifest power sent here even in this region 
He sent us here even in this region that his manifest power may be here in this region. I stood in a meeting last night in a service and a man prophesied that the wave of God that is flowing in that atmosphere is not just for that church, but it is for this region. And I took a hold of that thing and I said, God, this is the very thing that I've been praying for. That God, it's not just for one church. It's not just for the black church, the white church, or the denominational church. But God, it is for your church. And I declare that in this region, that prophetic signs and wonders will come to pass again in this earth. I declare these things. The thing about 2016 that's different in the natural than even in the supernatural. The thing about it that's different, that tomorrow is a leap year. And I know that uh, we have gotten okay with that because it's a leap year. You know, it happens every four years. But there's something significant about this year that's different than any other year. That every four years there is a leap year. I always enjoy meeting people that were born on, on leap year. I always thought that was kind of odd. Like, listen, you're not even 60. You're like 15 or something. I think that's my math right. Yeah, you're 60. Uh, uh, you're not even 60. You're 14 because your birthday hasn't even hit. So I always find those people interesting when I meet them. Uh, but it, it, So it's an uncommon year. It was set in place because it was going to be a year to make up some things. It was a year... To, in the natural, to be an extra. But the extra was to be some things made up in the natural, right? Just the same way that we have a time clock change. Uh, in the spring, we go forward. In the fall, we go back. That we are making up or losing time to generate a thing that we need in that season. Well, so in the natural, in the leap year, some may say leap. In the leap year, we are giving more time to make up some things that we lost last year. But what's amazing about this is that in the, in the, in the supernatural, beyond the fact of the natural, the Jewish calendar, which actually starts in November, it actually has a thing to where every so often that when the Jewish leaders begin to realize that the seasons are off, that the timing is off, or that it's snowing when it should be spring, or that when it's spring, it's, it's doing something totally different, they set a thing called an Adar year. Somebody say Adar year. Adar, it's A-D-A-R, an Adar year. They set a thing to get the seasons back in order. To create toward the seasons, to where they set it in the natural, to where they can say, let's get everything back in alignment. Okay? Well, what's amazing about it is that every so often, and it's only happened uh, like 19, 20 times throughout history, that they create this thing called an Adar year. Well, every so often, they'll create an Adar year, but it very rarely ever lands on a leap year. And when it lands on a leap year, it, it, it is a place where it calls an Adar 2. It's almost an anomaly. It's, it's a place of rarity to where this Adar year ever lands on a leap year. So here in the natural, we have this thing where an anomaly has taken place that we are doing something that is of not nature or our 365-day calendar to where our calendar shifts this year and changes to be different. Okay, uh, But also... 
can I just get a little Perry Stone on you for a second? It, so in the natural, we do something where our calendar changes. But then in the Jewish calendar, because how you know we are the Jew, Judeo-Christian faith, we go farther than just created. We, we still inherit our forefathers. And so we grab a hold of this Jewish calendar. And so the reality is, he says, beyond the natural changing, uh, it changes to where now it goes from an Adar year to shifting the seasons to a place of an Adar Two, and when it becomes an Adar two, it is a place of pregnancy. It becomes a place of birthing, and so in the natural and in the Judea of faith, they have declared that this year being a Adar two year, which means a place of pregnancy. Amen. It means a place of pregnancy. And why is that odd? Uh, so when God began to show me this, and I began to study, He said, "I want you to take the numbers." 2016 he said i want you to add them up and so if you take two plus zero you still got two if you take two plus zero plus one you got three if you take three plus six you got nine well i don't know about you the last time i checked it takes nine months for a woman to be expecting give pregnancy and have a baby in her hand and so even in the natural 2016 is a place of nine it is a place of nine where there is a birthing that is going to take place Well, what's unusual about that is that here we are in a birthing season, in a birthing year, in a leaping year, but yet things seem to be barren around us. Things seem to be barren around us. Things are not lining up. That's why the Jewish faith said we've got to get the calendar back in line so that things match up. How do you know that even right now it snowed last week, but it feels like spring today? Yeah, uh, two weeks ago, it's uh, about a month ago, it snowed two feet. A week later, it was 72 degrees. Something's not lining up, even in the natural of seasons, uh, right? And so much so that even beyond the natural seasons, the things not lining up. I mean, goodness gracious, it was 75 degrees all the way till January 1st. I was wearing shorts on Christmas Day in a pool in Virginia. Things are not lining up in the season. But how I many you know the Bible says that the seasons and creation will groan to things to line up. But beyond just the, the, the natural, that there's a barrenness or a shaking, even in the natural, that even in the supernatural, there is a barrenness. That when you step into the church, I don't know about you, we should expect salvation. Yeah, we should expect deliverance. We should expect his miraculous power. But anymore, we get a show and we get a little, we get a cute little message and everything goes home this fine. Yes, we still have people getting saved, but people's lives are not being changed. And I mean, you know, the Bible says that he come to give us a transforming power that who I used to be, I am no longer. That who I used to be, my old man is no longer, but I am new again. That who who you used to see is no longer but who I am now because of the blood of Christ that is applied to my life. I am no longer a sparks in nature, but I am an heir to the throne. I should change. I should have something different about me. And how do you know when you get in his presence, something should shift. Something should shift. Something should change. 
And so we've got this barrenness going on. We've got this barrenness to where the church don't even know how to respond to the anointing of God anymore. They don't know how to respond to the presence of God anymore. There is a barrenness going on. There is a barrenness to where something just don't seem right. But I am telling you prophetically, we are set up in a year that even though it seems barren in the natural and in the supernatural, that the prophetic nature in the voice of God is saying there's a pregnancy that's coming even when it seems barren i'm reminded of elizabeth that when elizabeth walked in whenever mary walked into the room with elizabeth it said there that she was called barren she was called barren so much so that she didn't even recognize that there was a birthing going on within her she was six months expecting pregnancy six months Having an old woman can usually feel that a month or two into it. Three months, you can feel a kicking. Four months, there's a showing. Five months, you're getting larger. Things are starting to swell. There's kicking, there's movement going on. But she was so barren to where she didn't even recognize that she was pregnant within her. And how do you know when you don't recognize the spirit of God and the voice and the prophetic nature that is going on? How do you know you will miss when God is calling us to be pregnant? And I am telling you, 2016, no matter what it looks like in the seasons, no matter what it looks like in the natural, no matter what it looks like even in the atmosphere, I am telling you, there is a birthing that is going on. And if we will begin to recognize it and say, God, I may not feel it, I may not understand it, but God, I call myself pregnant with birthing within me can I tell you something the spirit of God you got to run with it even when you don't feel like it the thing about praise and worship is you've got to worship even when you don't feel like it You've got to praise him even when you don't feel like it. You've got to have a yes in your mouth for the word of God even when your life don't line up with it. Because the Bible says we don't live by practical things, but we live by faith things. That now faith is the substance of things hoped for and and things not seen. That even when I don't see it, my faith says you are still coming to pass in my life. That the word of God still says it's coming to pass. Can I get y'all to, to get out of this little quiet funk y'all are in this morning, whatever this is, and just shake yourself and get in this? Somebody say amen. amen. Okay, I need that for myself. Preach with me this morning. Amen. And so the reality is, even when your life don't line up with it, your faith still says it's coming to pass. Even when I don't see it. Even when you don't see that son coming to the house of God and getting their life saved, you still declare that the promises you declared over that child as a, as a baby, they are still real today as they are even in him in sin. You still declare that thing and say, even when I don't see it, it is still coming to pass because my faith lines up with it and says it is so. So here Elizabeth was. She knew the promises of God. She knew her and her husband, Zacharias, they knew the promises of God. They had declared it and said, this thing will come to pass in my life. But the problem is they didn't even recognize it when it happened. Can I stop right here? Because how many know for the church, we've been praying for revival for a long time. We've been praying for things for, for years interceding, 
crying out, saying, God, we want revival to hit our land. We want revival to come to our region. We want revival to come to our church. But can I tell you something? Do you recognize that when the Spirit of God shows up and you're pregnant but you still feel barren? Where nothing is lining up in the natural But the supernatural and faith still says, I'm still expecting. My question is to you, have you lost your expectation of what's going to happen in the atmosphere? Because, see, that's the very first thing that we lose is we lose our expectation. That when when we're like Elizabeth, we've expected for so long that when nothing happens, we lose our expectation. And don't even recognize that when it begins to happen. Can I tell you something? One life, it is happening in this church. And when you don't recognize it and don't see it, you will move. You will miss the move of God. You will miss what God is wanting to do. And it's not like God won't take and begin to move somewhere else. But I don't know about you. I don't want to see revival happening down the street while we still call ourselves barren. No, we've got to stand up and say, no, there is the same word that is in here. There is the same presence that is in here. There is the same anointing that is in here. It's not about bigger and better it's about who we serve (laughs) there is a season that you're going to begin to walk through and that if you have already I want you to recognize about what I'm about to say that when the pregnancy hit Elizabeth's birth that the only person that knew it was Zacharias her husband Elizabeth still did not know it and it was going on inside of her and when, when Zacharias got it, she, he got it in the temple. The angel came and said, your wife is going to get the very word y'all been praying for for years. It said that the very first thing he did was laugh out of mockery. And God said he shut up his mouth so that he could not speak over top of Elizabeth during the pregnancy. Can I tell you something? You may be walking through a season where it felt like people have departed you or it feels like they're not close to you any longer or it feels like you're in a season of being all alone to where the only word you hear is the word from God. And sometimes you even wonder if you're hearing that. But can I tell you something? You're just in a season where God has shut up your doubters and he's shut up your haters and he's shut up the negativity around you because he refuses for that negativity to kill the thing that's going to be birthed inside of you. If you are losing people around you, don't get upset about it. Just say, God, you're making me holy. You're separating me. You're birthing something inside of me that, God, everybody can't handle. Can I tell you something? Where you're going, everybody can't handle. Where God's taking you, God can't take your family. He can't take all your friends. And sometimes he's got to shut up their voice so that God can birth something inside of you. You know what I found out is everybody wants to be anointed. Everybody wants to be anointed to sing. Everybody wants to be anointed to preach. But can I tell you something? Can you stand being alone when everybody else is out having a good time? When everybody else is out having a good time at the movies and out having a good time with friends and family and you're shut up in the house, just presence on God, just praying to God. You're all alone. But can I tell you something? It's because God is birthing something inside of you for greatness in the secret place that he's going to make public Ah. so here she was pregnant didn't even realize it expecting barren so much so that her name had become barren 
Mm, I want to speak this to somebody. Your name is not who people have called you to be. Your name is not failure. Your name is not rejection. Your name is not bankruptcy. Your name is not divorce. Your name is not laid off. Your name is not who people have labeled you to be, but it is who God has called you to be. You can be called barren, but yet still be pregnant with something inside of you. It got to the point where even with Joseph, where all they could do was call him a dreamer, not realizing that God was calling him to be a king. I don't care what they've called you your whole life or even in this season. Don't look to the world of the natural but say God what do you call me God if you call me blessed I I am blessed if you call me the head I am not the tail if you call me right I I am not wrong if you call me your own God how in the world can I be of the world one of my favorite verses in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 I mean it is absolutely the verse that has got me through life it is the verse That when I felt the lowest in my life going through the rawest issues, it says, for I am accepted in the beloved. You didn't hear me because if you'd have heard that, it changed. I am accepted in the beloved. Oh, my God. I am accepted in the beloved. I don't know about you. I don't know what season you've walked through. But if you ever felt not accepted... That word, if you get it over top of you, it'll change you. That I am accepted in the beloved. And no matter what I've walked through in my life, I always look in the mirror and say, Richard, you are not barren. You are still pregnant. You are, I don't care if you're not accepted, you are still accepted. And God will put a word over top of your life. So here, Mary, come into the room. Mary, come into the room and begin to speak. And as she spoke, it made the thing inside of her open up again. It made the very thing come alive inside of her again. And I want to go two different directions with this. Because you may feel barren right now. But God is going to bring someone into your life that is going to make you feel alive again. You may be going through bad relationships, breakups, divorces, issues in family, and you may feel dead and barren, but God is going to bring someone that when they speak, it is going to make life come again into your womb. Let me say this because last week I talked about spiritual sons and daughters. That when you find that person... That is over top of you spiritually. And they make you feel alive again. You don't let a word that comes out of their mouth fall to the ground. Because it is their word. Can I say this? So many times we do this to where we meet someone and we know that that person, that's my pastor. That's my bishop. That's, that's, I mean, that, I mean, I would kill for that person. Right? And then something happens. And because we lose faith or we lose expectation, we start 
getting too familiar and we allow their words not be effective inside of us anymore. And can I tell you something? That word is still just as effective. When Mary spoke to Elizabeth, it's how Elizabeth responded to the word that was being spoken around her. Sometimes it's not that the word has changed being spoken to us. It's how we're receiving the word. Can you take that as me pastoring you for a minute? It is how we respond to the word. To where God has placed you in people's lives that has made the word real, relevant, and alive inside of you. But because of either I want to be more part of the world in sin or because I've gotten too familiar with that person that the word is not relevant to me any longer. But I don't know about you. I pray that every single one of us have the spirit of Elizabeth inside of us and that God, when Mary speaks, I feel alive at every single thing they are saying that it gives me hope. It shows me my future. It shows me I'm not barren. It shows me where I'm going. It shows me who I can be, and I will do anything I can do to get in that word's presence. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, let me do one more thing here. Uh, uh, let me just use you so nobody takes offense. Come here real quick. Uh, give me somebody younger. Uh, uh, come here, honey. Right here. I'm going to use her as older. She's really not older at all. Uh, but I'm going to use her as if she is the age of Elizabeth. I didn't really want to pick somebody because people be like, oh, they think that I'm old. No, I'm not, I'm not using you. So I'm going to use her as if she's the older. And imagine her being Mary. Mary did not want the thing that was birthing inside of her. She was not praying for it. She was not looking for it. She had not been interceding for it. She had not been fasting for it. All she was doing was serving God. Elizabeth, on the other hand, had waited her whole life for the very thing that was happening to her, <laughs> she wanted it inside of her. And there is a generation that is going on right now where there is an older generation that says we have prayed for revival for years and nothing has happened. We have seen glimpses of a pregnant church momentarily here and there. It'll grow, it'll fall back. Things will explode, it'll come back. Revival will happen, people will get saved, and then they fall out. And they'll see glimpses of it. And you can't tell me along the way, Elizabeth didn't see glimpses of the pregnancy happening inside of her. I, I know women that, that they are so afraid of pregnancy that even when they get pregnant, they're afraid to tell anybody till a certain week because they're afraid of what happens between week zero and week 12. Because why should I be excited about it and tell somebody if I'm going to miscarriage? Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you something? This is most of us in the church. I've seen the hand of God work. I've seen people get saved. But it's nothing but a roller coaster, so why should I be excited about it? So I won't go tell somebody about God. I won't go tell somebody about Jesus. I won't go tell somebody about how good things are because I'm afraid what I saw is going to nothing more than a miscarriage. And so why should I believe in the promise when the promise keeps letting me down? So you have Elizabeth on one hand who is called barren, who is called nothing, who is called... Listen, her blessing comes from what's birthing inside of her. In the time of the Bible, it was your blessing how many children you had. 
And so here she wasn't just called blessed. I mean, uh, barren. Her actual name was actually just cursed. Because a blessing was an equality, equality of, of babies. And when I don't have babies, that means me and I'm cursed. So everywhere she went, she was just called cursed. She was just called dead. She was just called barren. To where nothing inside of her was working. But yet on the inside of her, there's still hope waiting for something to happen. On the other hand, here comes another generation. <laughs> Ain't looking to birth anything. Ain't looking to have anything go on inside of them. Ain't looking especially for the Son of God to come out of them. Ain't looking for nothing. All they're doing is just showing up and being righteous. And the very same promise that this generation has been working for, praying for, fasting for, giving their life for, tearing for, this one gets it without earning it. Do you hear what I'm saying? And so there's a generation thing to where if this generation, when Mary walks into Elizabeth's house and says, Hey, Elizabeth, can you help me birth this thing? If Elizabeth turns her back on Mary and says, No, you did not work for that thing. Why should I help you and keep you in a safe place? It will kill this generation. You're not hearing what I'm saying. But Mary came to the house out of a safe place to say, Help me birth this thing in a safe place. Yeah. Don't reject it. Don't kill it. Don't speak negative to it. God's already shut those people down around me. But help me birth it. But I am telling you that in this last day, hold hands for me. In this last day, the anointing is going to fall when there is a multi-generational flow that says, I will keep you in a safe place. You may not understand what's birthing out of you, but I believe what's birthing in you is the same that's birthing in me. You may not have earned it. You may not have worked for it. You may not even desire. But I am telling you, there is a birthing that's coming out of both generations. Oh my goodness, listen to me. It is not just going to come through our young generation. We are not raising up a young church. But we are, we, everything that's in us from here to hurricane is basing everything that there is going to be a multi-generational anointing, a flow that is going to happen together. And as we hold hands and say, let's do this thing together, I'm telling you, God is going to have an explosion where the Son of God is going to meet the trailblazer, the prophet of John the Baptist, and both is going to leak up in the Spirit and begin to do something in this region. Can you guys give them a hand? Listen. We've got to make sure that we don't miss the move of God because we're looking at one generation and saying they don't understand what's going on inside of me. But it is when the young Mary spoke to the older Elizabeth that something leaped inside of her again and said, I have seen this before. And what I've seen before, I still want it to happen in my generation. I still want my sons to get to heaven. I still want my daughters to get to heaven. I still want this thing. But in the natural, in the natural, everything goes little bit by little bit. Day by day, moment by moment, that nothing can change it based upon the natural. But having no believers, we don't believe in the natural. Yeah, we, we live in the natural, but our belief system in the supernatural. 
And have you know that when God decides to do a thing, He can tear down everything that's been barren for years in an instant in time. Look at Joseph in, in the prison for a long time, but in an instant brought to the prison. Paul, who was Saul, was a murderer within an instant in time. God grabbed his life and made him the greatest missionary on the earth. Everything that God did, when there is a suddenly that happens, have you know that God can take it and leap it into a thing. And that's what was happening that day to where there was a leaping that was happening inside of Elizabeth to where everything that was inside of her was birthing for the future. That on the, Listen, we always say that on the day of Pentecost, those were the first ones that were filled with the Holy Ghost. But the very first one that was filled with the Holy Ghost was Elizabeth. She was the one that was being birthed and leaped into something before a generation would ever see it. Can I tell you something? God is wanting to birth the Holy Ghost in here before it ever hits the streets. He's wanting to do something now before it's ever seen. There is a quantum leap that is about to happen and I don't know what you've been going through. I don't know what's going on in your year. I don't know what you've been praying for but I am telling you without a shadow of a doubt there is a leaping that is going to begin to happen. There is a quantum leap that's going to take you to a place like you've just been praying for, that you've been longing for but I am telling you everything that you've been needing is in this next leap it's in this next leap it's in this next leap stand with me this morning I don't want to just keep preaching just to preach it's in this next leap can I just read something to you this is my declaration for the year is it alright if I just read this It is my time to leap. This is the new season for leaping for me. I leap past all distractions in the name of Jesus. I leap past any people the, the enemy has set in my way to impede my progress. I let my, leap, my steps turn into leaping. I leap over every wall erected by the enemy. I leap ahead of everyone that has anything illegally jumped ahead of me in the name of Jesus. I will leap over my enemies like David. I receive strength to leap out of my sicknesses and a disease. I leap into destiny and purpose in the name of Jesus. With excitement, I leap into my future. I leap from lack to abundance. I leap from failure to success. Let every place of my life that is lame leap for joy. I take a leap of faith to do the impossible. Let my finances grow by leaps and bounds. Let my finances leap to a level I have not seen before. Let wealth and prosperity leap into the upon my name of Jesus Christ. Let my wisdom increase by leaps and bounds. Let the understanding increase by leaps and bounds. Let my vision increase by leaps and bounds. 
Let my favor increase. Let my ministry increase. Let my borders increase. Let me leap and jump to the high places. Let me catch up to any place I have fallen behind in the name of Jesus. Let restoration come from anything stolen by the enemy by my life. Let revelation increase by leaps and bounds. I will not be afraid to take a leap of faith in the word of God. I will leap into the enemy and overwhelm him by the name of Jesus. I will leap and rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. The Lord has given me a leaping for sadness and joy for mourning. I leap from a low place to a high place. Let extra favor and blessings be added to my life in the name of Jesus. Can I keep reading? Can I just keep reading? It says, let this year be a year of uncommon favor and blessings in the name of in my life. Let me receive uncommon miracles and and breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Let me leap as a heart of joy. I will leap into new places and naturally and spiritually. I will leap into new heights and new levels. I will leap above problems and setbacks in the name of Jesus. I will leap over all traps and snares of the wicked one. I break all chains and weights from my feet that would prevent me from leaping. I lay aside every weight and burden that would keep me from leaping. I leap from my past into the future. I will not be afraid to leap forward with boldness and confidence. I will leap from my from my good from God that is with me. My God encourages me and causes me to leap forward. Let the kingdom advance in my city and by leaps and bounds. Let my timing and purpose be aligned in the year the name of Jesus. The way is open for me and I will leap into it. I will join with other believers who are leaping forward. Let the churches in my region leap forward. Let our praise and worship leap into another level. Let my my prayer life leap forward. Let our preaching and teaching leap into another level. I will leap forward in my gift. Let my creativity leap. Let my faith leap. Let my love leap. Let my family leap. Let my prophetic level leap. Let deliverance and healing take a quantum leap. I will leap with prayer prayer and fasting. Let the blessings of the Lord overtake me and leap upon me in the name of Jesus. I believe that this is our appointed time to leap forward in the name of Jesus. Who's ready to take a leap this morning? ready to take a leap this morning come on I want you to begin to lift your hands right there where you're at it is the voice or the words of Mary that calls a leaping to happen and if God is going to take you personally or us corporately anywhere It is going to have to be by your words. Mary, you're going to have to open up your mouth. Come on, begin to lift up your voice, Mary. Come on, let there be a leaping begin to come out of you. Father, through our words, I destroy every yoke. I destroy every bondage. something real quick and I know that y'all are going to get all shaken up because the the, 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 the piano is going to stop playing but Rob I want you to lift your hands for me yes, hallelujah. Jennifer raise your hands hallelujah. for me 
Father, I declare that everything that they have been asking for come to pass. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I declare that secret prayers that they have been praying, I declare in the name of Jesus that it comes to pass. Thank you, Lord. Church, I want you to lift your hands. Come on, begin to stretch for it. Everything that they have been praying for, it comes to pass. Thank you, Lord. God, that they leap over everything that has held them back. And I speak to their promises. And I say, let it come to pass. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I declare, God, that there is a birthing that has happened. Yes, Lord. God, there is a birthing that has happened. There is a birthing that has happened, God. A birthing that has happened, God. God, there is a prophetic voice that is going to begin to flow out of him, God. God, that's not just going to reach his family, but God, God is going to reach a region, God, like never before, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father, I declare this thing in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. Father, every barren place, place, place. Father, every barren place, I command it to be filled in the name of Jesus. God, this is their year of favor. This is their year of blessing. This is the year that everything they've been waiting for, God, it comes to pass. God, I declare streams of income, God. Streams of income. Streams of income. Streams of income. Streams of income. Streams. Streams. God, I declare that, God, everything that they desire, God, let it come to pass. Come on, begin to lift up your hands right there where you are. Come on. Come on, begin to lift up your hands right there where you are. Come on. Come on. Father, I declare that every barren place, every barren place, God, I declare it to be filled in the name of Jesus. Mm. God, even in this empty atmosphere, I declare... God, that you fill it up with your presence. God, I declare in a barren place, I declare it full in the name of Jesus. I declare it full. And then, God, don't let us be like Elizabeth and don't recognize even when we're pregnant, God. God, let us recognize, God, that we are pregnant with purpose right now. God, I declare that one life is, is, is full of promise right now, God. Father, I declare it, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. Mm. Justin, come here. Let me pray for you. I told you today would be a little bit different. I told you. Listen, when I get in my prophetic mode, you got to let me just do what I'm doing. Father, I declare, God, this barren place. I declare it, God, right now. I declare it, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, I declare, God, a leaping God. I declare it in the name of Jesus. God, we're going to leap over, God, natural boundaries. God, we're going to leap over natural boundaries. Father, I thank you for a life that has changed and that is given to you. And, Father, I declare the spirit of Mary over top of this generation that, God, there is going to be a voice that is going to come forth. And, God, I declare that everything he puts his hands to do shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, every natural boundaries, we speak to it right now. And we say, you be gone in the name of Jesus. Amen. God, we be gone. God, everything that's in the past is gone. And we declare it in the natural, God. We declare it. Justin, no matter what people have called you, you are not that any longer. I declare it in the name of Jesus. You are who God has called you to be. You are who God has made you to be. God said, you're, you're, oh my goodness, your future is so bright that the darkness is going to be nothing but a shadow in the past. Your past is going to be nothing but a shadow shining for what God is going to do in your future. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Listen, if you need to give your life to God, right now is the time. If you've been avoiding Him, playing around, it's time to give your life to Him. It's time for you to give your life to Him. It's time for you to say, God, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to give it all to you. I don't care if you're younger, if you're older. I don't care who you are. If you're somewhere in between, I'm telling you, it is time. God is saying the games are over. It is time because God said, I am calling you for now. God said, I have so much purpose over you that if you'll just give it to me, it'll be worth what you're giving up. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. Bow your heads with me right now. I don't. I want. I don't want to push. I don't want to come out of that until I'm ready. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hands. You know what? Even if you just want me to pray with you, listen. Just lift up your hands and say, you know what? I may not be ready right now, but I just need you to keep believing with me. I may not be ready today, but you know what? I need you to keep just interceding over my life. I need you to keep me safe. Father, I declare these things, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, God. Father, I praise you, God. God, I'm asking you, God, that, God, we see the birthing of purpose that is happening, God, personally and corporately in this place right now. Father, I declare that, God, barrenness is no longer. But, God, we are going to start showing signs of pregnancy this year. God, there is going to be a swelling, an increase of sons and daughters in this place. God, there is going to be natural signs of a supernatural birthing happening in this ministry. God, and I declare it to happen soon. God, I declare in the name of Jesus that harvest is coming soon to this church, to this ministry. And everything that's been told no is going to turn into a yes in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare it in the name of Come on, just lift up your hands for about 10 more seconds, and we're going to go. 10 more seconds. I want you to begin to receive it right now. There's going to be some leaping that are happening in your life. There's going to be a supernatural thing happen this week in your life that's going to confirm this message. This week, within these seven days, God said, I will show you in the natural everything.
everything I have spoken from this pulpit. Father, I declare it in the name of Jesus. Somebody just give God a big old hand clap of praise right there where you're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are thankful for His presence this morning? Amen. Amen. Listen, if you want to be a part of the Clarabore testimony, don't forget, please see Ellie. She needs a few more people. If you just want to share your testimony, be real brief. I promise you it'll take you 15 minutes of your time. Come see her real quick right after service. Give somebody a big old hug. Just tell them thank you for seeing you at church today. Amen.